welcome everyone to Open Up With, where we talk life, well-being, and celebrate the idiosyncrasies that make us human. Today, we are thrilled to have one of my very, very close friends, Dougie Mandagi, join us. Hola, Dougie. <laughs> Hola, ¿qué tal? Bien, ¿eh tú? Why are we speaking Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I just like, I like <laughs> forget about it. Hey, forget about it. Forget about it. Unfortunately, being British, I can't forget about it. And I'm going to be scarred for the rest of my life. I from know. The proceedings of last night. It's only been 17 hours or something like that. So it's okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's just football because obviously to so many people, football is life, but. <laughs> You know, we all went. We 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 all went on a journey the last past twelve months, and it had to end with one winner. And That's it just so happens that was Chiellini and his yes array of friends. Anyway, no football talk today. We're here to talk well-being, life, and idiosyncrasies. Right. But thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, I'm excited, stoked. Woo! Thank you. you. So before, before we jump straight in, I want to. I like to start these things by asking people how they're doing, what's been happening, what's going on with you. Um, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Um, what's been going on? Uh, just chilling out in Berlin, where I live, enjoying the summer, trying to um, trying to work in between as well. Write music. I have a few collaborations with um, different artists here. Um, and yeah, just kind of enjoying the summer, man. Yeah, good on you, man. I mean, we had a pretty, pretty fun weekend last weekend oh, in Paris, catching like up. I said, my my heart was full of love. My liver was full of hate. <laughs> 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 oh no, you're like Mr. Wellbeing. So you were just on the smashing the waters, man. You were <laughs> all right. You were just glowing. <laughs> we saw you we... I, I know i mean it's not always been that way i think out of all of my friends you're one of the people who's probably seen me in some of my most uh you've had your <laughs> my most interesting states throughout life <laughs> <laughs> but you know we won't go we won't go too much but look, everyone has a past and that's that's in the past you know if you keep on looking back you'll you'll get hurt you'll, you'll hurt your neck so let's look forward <laughs> But man, it, honestly, like I mean, I I feel the same. You know, seeing seeing you after what has been, I mean, I can't even remember how long it was. How long it's been? It was probably about three three years, maybe, since we last saw each other. Two, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, three years. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, crazy with you, we used, to like, we used to hang out together just like all the all the fucking time. I mean, am I, I allowed know. to swear on your podcast? I don't. Of course you can. Yeah, you can. You know, it's it's, it's you know. good for my well being. You see, so exactly. It's like, aggression now <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's kind of like uh it's a mix between joe rogan and wayne's world meets wellness so you know it's kind of, <laughs> we can we can we can say whatever curse words we want i say more words like crikey and things like that and cool blimey governor that's more my catchphrases but you can go 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 to town <laughs> but man honestly like every time that i see you and every time that i leave you my heart is always filled with such a such love and and admiration and you Aww. know truly oh honestly man like it's so it's so inspiring being 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 your friend and and being in your presence it's always been something that's just filled me with so much goodness 
It's true. You know? The feeling is mutual. I was well inspired after hanging out with you and hearing about uh, you know, your adventures and what you're up to and your business ideas and so on and so forth. I was fully charged up and, and inspired. So thanks, brother. Back Right back at you, my friend. Thank you. Well, listen, we could spend the next 45 minutes just throwing compliments at each other, but I'm going to ask you a couple of questions as well. Yeah. Unless we want to go with the compliments, I don't like <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before before we jump into the questions, I wanted you to tell me a little bit about yourself for those of you that don't know you. Um, yeah, give us a little brief introduction. Hmm. Um, well, my name is Dougie. I am um, originally from Bali, Indonesia via Australia. And uh, I'm currently living in Berlin. I'm a musician. Um, I, I have a band called The Temper Trap. Um, and I'm also pursuing at the moment a, a solo project, which is more in the electronic genre. Um, and you and I met in London a long, long time ago, and that's where we became friends. And here we are now. Here we are now, many, many months ago, and lots, lots of things, lots of good times, lots yeah. of good times in between. So you mentioned there that originally from Indo and and obviously via via Australia. And I was, you know, being in the industry, in the music industry for a while now. I mean, I'm not sure how many years it's been, but it's been, it's, it's definitely been a few. Mm. I want to hear a little bit more about your upbringing in, in both of those places, because I've never actually been to Indonesia or Bali, but, you know, a lot of my friends come from there. It's a, it's, it's a place that I can't wait to visit and can't wait to come and visit you, hopefully later on in the year or, or, or next year. And I wanted to find out how some of those places molded your journey into music, how they, how, where you drew your inspirations from and what that journey and process was like. Mm. Um, well, yeah, I, um, I grew up in Indonesia. Um, and I, I moved around the, the, the archipelago. Um, I didn't just grow up in Bali. I moved around. I, I have family kind of spread out everywhere, but anyways, um, I come from quite a musical family. Um, not not in a professional sense i'm i i'm probably the only one in in my family that is you know doing music professionally but music was always around um like my dad was a shredder on guitar um my uncles were um uh, my aunt was the uh, she you know, she was a uh, um the organ player in the in the church and my uh, my uncle was the the con choir conductor and you know, so that was kind of the household that I grew up in. Music was always around, whether we're singing like church hymns or we're listening to whatever, you know. Um, and, and so I guess maybe in my, when I was 13 or 14 was when I kind of, when music really sort of started really perking my interest. Before that, I, I my dream in life was to be an illustrator for Disney because I was just, I was obsessed with cartoons growing up and so I started drawing from a really young age and you know just like anything in life you know if you put a lot of hours into into something you get quite good at it and I got quite good at drawing um I've probably lost lost it all now but um but yeah that was that was kind of what I wanted to be what I wanted to do um but I guess you know the universe had other plans for me and, and I'm playing music now but uh, yeah, in a nutshell, yeah. Incredible. I never knew that about the uh, aspirations to be a Disney drawer. 
Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be an illustrator. Yeah, just wanted to draw cartoons. Yeah, that's wild. I've, yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like we've this is this there's there's something here that we need to unpack for the, for oh, the yeah. next chapter sure. of Daddy's okay. life. I want I want to get a I want to get a, a a cartoon of my of maybe of maybe myself. I don't know. Is that narcissistic? 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 Maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. You know, I've got to take. That. It's always good to be a little bit narcissistic. You gotta love yourself. How can you love other people if you don't love yourself? Exactly, Dougie. Exactly. <laughs> Game changer right there. Drop the mic. This is the summer of self-love. Care for this podcast, bro. <laughs> See, we're already changing the world. One, one question at a time. Man, that's uh well, yeah, that's 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 incredible, actually. I mean, thank you, thank you for sharing that uh that journey. And that's that's something that's always kind of um I felt about about you ever since we did first meet and I guess that time that we met some really interesting characters in London as well actually there was there was a lot of spirit around the people that we were hanging around with not and I don't mean that in terms of kind of like just charisma but spirit in terms of soul in terms of and I don't want to say like a religious context even though that some of our friends were heavily into kind of Hillsong and all of those kind of things but it was beautiful and, I, and I've, I've always found that such, a, again, part of the things that has attracted me to people like you and, and, and to some of our other mutual friends as well, but there's this core sense of something more, let's say, do you know what I mean? Whatever, 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 whatever that is, you know, and, and a respect for that, which I think is so beautiful. And I mean, again, you know, we've had some very deep conversations surrounding that and I'm a firm believer that music has the power to heal or awake a part of the spirit. And I was wondering if there was been one pivotal moment that you can place a song to and tell us a little bit about the impact that it's had on you. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a really tough question because one song, I mean, I guess what, one song that 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 I would say really kind of um, you know contributed to to me sort of changing the course of my life, unbeknownst to me, you know, when I was just a 13, 14 year old kid, listening to to Weezer, um, say it ain't so, you know, um, I was still you know very I was just a kid. I I I was still developing my my musical palette, I guess my musical taste. I didn't have the musical vocabulary um, or or knowledge of of anything really. Uh, appreciation for maybe lyrics or or arrangement or sounds or anything like that. You know, it was every music was just something. It either made the the hair in the back of my neck stand or it didn't. It was it was so visceral, you know. And and I guess that song and just the dying. I don't know if you. If you if you remember that song, but just I like so I will not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me on. <laughs> and that's why we're friends, folks. Because you know, on a musical level, we just get each other so much. <laughs> get each other, you know. Um, yeah, but it's something about the dynamics of the of the of the verse, how it's almost like this lullaby, dumb lullaby, and then that guitar comes in and it's so visceral and it just makes it's it's all about gut and feeling you know um and i guess things like that made me or songs like that made me go 
fuck yeah, man, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to, that's what I want to do, you know? And, and I guess that's, you know, yeah, you can intellectualize. Nowadays, maybe I intellectualize music a little too much and it's kind mm. of become a hindrance to, to my creativity, but really it's that, you know, it's when you, when you tap into that visceral thing, that, that kind of energy that is contained, that's, that's, that's the real, that's the real power in music. Mm. And uh, yeah, in my old age, it's, it's, it feels like I'm always trying to chase that, that initial feeling again, you know, um, yeah. and it's difficult because my mind and my creativity process is so cluttered with stuff now, you know, yeah, that you lose it. But yeah, I guess that's kind of a pivotal moment one of the pivotal moments that made me go, wow, this is, I don't, I don't know it. I don't understand this, but I feel it. And mm -hmm. I want to be part of it. I, th this is what I want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure, man. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, it sounds obvious, but you know, I mean, music really does have that, have that power. Right. And it can, it can inspire us so much. And I always feel with music that we almost tap in a little bit to that kind of, you know, like, for instance, with nature, I see God in nature, right? Mm. And I think the same could be said about music <laughs> in a certain way. There's certain songs, certain moments throughout mm. your life that kind of awaken this sense of, of spirit and of, on, and of deity. And I wonder if it's, I wonder if what you're saying as well is, is kind of like, because we look at it maybe through an innocence, especially when we're younger. Do you know what I mean? When we're kind yeah. of in that first formative moments when we don't have all the other kind of confounding things going through we're in this kind of state of i don't know newness and awareness and it's mm -hmm. kind of you know, kind of cut straight to the mm -hmm. cut straight to the point never yeah. thought of it but that's 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 super interesting so do you find that as you so you've, you said that as you get older you found it slightly more you have to find ways to kind of like scratch yeah. through the cloud to find to find what you're looking for yeah 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 definitely you you really have to just kind of feel your way through the muck and the mire you know it's kind of and especially now that I do it for you know there there's more at stake you know when I was just a 14 year old practicing Weezer's Nirvana songs with my cousin and the neighborhood friends we're just you know what I mean we're just kind of you're just living in the moment doing what doing what feels good now there's more at stake there's deadlines there's people depending on you there's like you know, record labels on your case, this and that, all, all that kind of um, contributes to, 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 to clouding up the, 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 the process of creativity, you know? Mm. Um, and so, it, so the, the, the process of songwriting and creativity then turns into this, this like internal battle. You really have to first silence all this, all the external crap so you can really get to the core of so i can find my 14 year old self again you know playing weezer songs like that's where i tap into the magic exactly but yeah is there is 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 there a way in have you found over this process that have you have you have you found a formula for that i mean i guess if you'd found a formula for that we would you know it would be a game changer but like it's 
you know, is, is, is it meditation? Is it surfing? Have you found things that as you've got older that you can kind of use to try to help you clear out some of that fog? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there, there are, yes, there are different methods. Um, uh, I've, I've recently just had a friend of mine come over to the house to, to help me because I feel like I've been really hitting, you know, a wall with, with my mm. writing, particularly my ly lyrics writing, you know, mm. it's never really been my strong point to, to be completely honest with you. So I had this guy come over, he's, he's a writer and he's, you know, kind of coaching me through and giving me tips and, and one of the things he said was, which was interesting, I never thought about it, was when you, when you open up your notepad and you, you, you take your pen and you, you know, put pen to paper, don't approach it like I'm, I'm, I'm going to work. Yeah. Because, you know, again, my 14 year old self playing Weezer songs, I didn't, I didn't, I, I couldn't wait to, to, you know, strap on a guitar and to just like scream at the top of my lungs, you know. I didn't, there was nothing at stake. So I never really, I never approached it like work. Whereas now this is my job. And it's that when you approach it like work, you, that is attached with expectations. And that's where the, the, the dread comes, you know? And it's like, I would rather be anywhere else doing anything else than writing because what if I don't write something good or blah, blah, blah. And then it just be, turns into this kind of, cycle of self-doubt you know which kills the process before it even it, it even starts so you said don't think of it don't put so much pressure to it just just write just uh, don't judge it don't judge what you're writing you can always go back to what you're writing and go no this is this is shit this is good keep this keep but in that moment when you're when you're first starting out just just let yourself be you know totally um and that's I've been I've been applying that and that's really helped me out a lot recently. I mean, I guess I guess that's kind of again, like, you know, it's like a lot of things in life, right? It's, it, you know, in meditation, you know, kind of observe the thoughts, let them come, let them go, you know, be yeah. present, you know, try to be, you know, be your authentic self, you know, I mean, it's obviously a hell of a lot easier said than 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 done, you know, and I think that as artists, that's something that that we all find you know um but i mean in terms of like creatively speaking you know again just gonna go down on the compliment train compliment compliment um you know you are i mean you know i've told you this many times as well you know i've always admired you so much creatively and before we even met i was i was a fan you know which when you meet someone that you've that you've kind of you've seen growing up and the songs have become a kind of play like a playlist to your life like it's it's quite a surreal a surreal moment <clears throat> when you were going through the creative process of you know let's say for instance your first album and with kind of things like you know love lost and sweet disposition did you have any of those moments where you know you felt like you were tapping into something because i mean they are such anthems as well was there a moment where you, when you were writing that, you kind of felt like 14 year old you was like, this is my Weezer, this is my Weezer moment. Or was it kind of like just a very natural thing? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the, 
the thing is the thing with tapping into you know tapping into something yeah is for, for me i don't know about other people's you know processes but for me oftentimes it doesn't feel like you're tapping into anything yeah it just feels so natural it feels effortless it feels easy it feels mm-hmm. like you're always you, you 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 know you've this is what you've always been meant to do mm. like when when you have to really work hard for it and really wrestle with the process you know there's there's a clear difference between that and and sometimes amazing outcome can can you know you can yield amazing outcome from from that process but things like sweet disposition it just kind of came about it was so effortless mm. i didn't it wasn't like i felt or knew in you know in my heart or you know i wasn't telling myself this is going to this is going to be huge this is so you know i wasn't it was just something that just kind of happened so naturally and oftentimes it's it's those songs that people really connect with um, yeah and it's the ones that you kind of overthink you overanalyze you judge you know a little too much it's oh, it's a little overcooked you know um those are the ones that kind of just sort of fall by by the wayside um so yeah i mean i i I don't know if that answers your question but i mean for sure i mean i think i think i think it does and i mean the thing with some of those anthems i think as well it's like we were speaking earlier about those you know songs or something like that that symbolizes a part in your life i think that you know some of the songs that you've that you've written in the past really do symbolize that for a lot of people out there and so i think this is a good moment of summer of self-love give yourself a hug buddy give yourself a pat on the back you know i'm so proud of you i can tell you that much (laughs) you've uh you know you've 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 really um you've really created a lot of a lot of special memories and talking to some of those special memories is one of the things i've always been surprised at by you is whenever i've come to see you play is just how calm and I mean, obviously, you know, it's your profession. So I know you're in the, you're in, you're in the headspace for it, but <clears throat> I always get as astounded that like how people can just go onto stage in front of these huge crowds. And it doesn't seem like it phases them. Like for me, I would be, you know, I mean, I, I would like to think of myself as a relatively okay public speaker and kind of like a little bit of a jester in certain situations, but, you know, put me in front of 20,000 people and I think that I would freak out. <laughs> but I wondered if you've kind of like perfected uh, a technique or a routine that helps settle some of those pre-show jitters. And if you have, have you found it's been applicable to other moments in your life? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a funny thing. I, I find that, you know, having spoken to many other artists that that perform on stage do the same thing that I do and you know read accounts of other people um I guess it's not applicable to to everyone I strangely for me the 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 moments leading up um to 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 the show to the gig uh you know before I'm actually in front of shitloads of people they're the most most nerve-wracking moments the 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 moments of waiting where you're like thinking about oh what if this happens or what if that happens and uh you know you know what i mean like oh last show the 
the guitar didn't work and you know what I mean? Like you start, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the most nerve wracking. That's the, mo the, the, the most nerve wracking part of the whole thing. As soon as I get on stage, it's, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm home, you know? It's kind of like, I guess, you know, having, I don't know, like if you're, if you're an adult and then for some reason, then you go, you go back home to visit mom and dad in back in the house that you grew up in, you kind of instantly feel like, you know what I mean? Like you just mm. like all this weight off your shoulder or something. You feel like, you know, there is no place like home really is, yeah. is a cliche, but I guess that, that that's how I feel when I'm, when I'm on stage, I feel, I feel safe. I feel secure. I feel confident. I feel nurtured, you know, um, and all the other stuff that I have to do, like interviews and meet and greets and blah, blah, all that stuff, that stuff makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Everything leading up to, to that moment when I'm on stage and I know that this is what I'm meant to do makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, but I think, I think it all comes from me personally. I think it's just, it's just confidence. And I guess confidence comes from, you know, hours and hours of honing your, your skill, whatever, whatever that is. If you mm -hmm. believe in your skill, you believe in yourself, then you can tell yourself like, I got this, you know what I mean? Like, does it, doesn't matter. You play to 20 people, you play to 20,000 people. You believe in yourself. Like, you know, you're good, you're, you're good, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just confident in, in what I, what I do. Amazing. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, you've, 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 you've had the practice, you've had the experience and it's like you said, it feels, it feels natural. It feels, it feels good. Do you feel that yeah. when you're on stage, you tap into that again, I'm really interested about this kind of like 14 year old self, you know, cause I think that there's, there's a part of us who, you know, it's that kind of like Peter Pan-esque thing do you know what I mean like that pure that pure essence of who we are deep yeah. down and I think that containing and always nurturing that inner child is so important because I think that kind of leads us more towards the light whereas when people don't and they nurture the other side it can sometimes lead more towards a darkness you know what I mean so, I mean there's obviously a healthy balance in there somewhere as well but um do you feel like you kind of like it's like a playground for you do you feel like when you're on stage you can just completely let go and be yourself yeah, I mean, listen, not not all the time, but yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar and people watching this will be familiar with the whole flow state thing, you know. Um, and um, yeah, it's, 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 so there's that moment where, you know, I get on stage and like I said, I feel really comfortable, I feel at home, but um, more often than not, even within that context, I'm still kind of, you know, I'm still trying to remember lyrics and then, and then I've got like way too many, um, you know, uh, uh, pedals for, for my level of skill in guitar playing anyways, uh, but it looks good. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to remember like which pedal, to, you know what I mean? Like it can be this yeah. uh, brain uh, gymnastics almost. Mm -hmm. There are moments where all, all of that just fucking disappears and you are just in that flow state. And I guess that's, that's when you kind of tap into your 14 year old self. That's when you tap in into to this 
other thing out there, this other energy, you know what I mean? Um, that, it, that doesn't come often. And, um, and, and, you know, may, maybe it's good that it doesn't, you know, because it wouldn't be as special maybe. Um, I don't know about other people, but definitely for me, that those moments are very far and few. Yeah. Um, but, but when you're hitting that stride, man, it's like, it's it's a it's such a drug. It's unreal. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's funny that I, I I once spoke to Rio Ferdinand, an English an English defender, oh, yeah. and I had and I had a had a little chat with him, and I went, Rio, you know, like, man, what was it like, kind of like sitting, like walking out the, into the theater of dreams in Old Trafford, you know, like, you know, when you've got like sixty five thousand fans around you, and he said exactly what you just said. He was like, honestly, mate. It's a it's 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 a drug. It's something that you can't explain. And you know, do you get nervous? Not really. You kind of you hear what everyone's saying. You can hear the chants. You can hear that. But it's what you've trained for. It's what you've mastered. It's what you've been practicing for. You know what I mean? So it's just part of it. And so I guess that's kind of a a similar sense. Definitely. Yeah. To to what to what you're saying as well. <laughs> So speaking of feeling at home, mm. Bali, mm. You're, making, you're making the move back. A back. total change. Yeah. What's, what's yeah? What's what's brought what's 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 brought it on? I know we've spoken about surfing and how important that's kind of become to you. Um, but yeah, what 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 are you thinking now? What's what's the moment or what's been the change in circumstances that you feel like now is the moment to head back and base yourself there? Um. To, to be honest with you, like I could probably stick it out in Berlin for, for another year or so. Um, uh, but, you know, pa Paulina, my partner, Paulina, she, she's really ready for, for the move. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to go to Bali. Um, I'm going to miss Europe a lot. I'm going to miss Berlin a lot, but um, yeah, it's, it's it's funny because when I am in Bali and I'm just you know whatever I'm just chilling having food or riding around my scooter or I'm out surfing I you know it's it does it really does feel like home you know mm -hmm. I just feel like I I just belong there um, and I I definitely have moments of of feeling like that here in Berlin as well you know I've been here for five years so I don't know if it for me personally I don't know if now is the time, you know, mm. but now is a good a time as any, I suppose, you know. Totally. Um, so yeah, you know, I've been here for five years, man. I'm not from here. There's really nothing to to tie me down. Um, so why not? So why not? You know, why not go to Bali? I, I guess one of a big reason is I'll be closer to my mom, and obviously, you know, you know, taking taking recent uh events uh into consideration and and the pandemic and this and that it kind of sounds like a cliche i guess but i'm, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way you, you kind of you know you're you're forced to, th to really think about what's you know what's really important and you know my mom's not getting any younger obviously and and um yeah i i want to be closer closer to her you know um i think it'll just put her mind more at ease and put my mind more at ease. 
if anything should happen, God forbid, I'm not like, you know, halfway across the world, that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, that's also a big factor, I guess, in why I, I, I want to move. For sure, man. I mean, I think I, def I definitely don't think you're alone in, in that. And I think that, like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it's been, a, it's a cliche at all. I think that, you know, recent events have acted as like an awakening experience for a lot mm. of people, where a lot of people reevaluated what's important to them in terms of, you know, we've obviously seen a huge increase in the importance on health and well-being and opening up and talking about things, you know, nature, which has also been a huge, a huge thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I mean, as, as we spoke about recently in Paris, you know, I think it's a, I think it's an incredible move. And I, I'm, you know, I'm so happy that you've made that, made that decision. I think it's a great, a great place to go and base yourself in. And I mean, you've always been a very active person from kind of like Muay Thai to kind of, you know, doing a little bit of the, the UFC fighting kind of stylism or the, you know, the <laughs> surfing and all of those kind of things. You know, you're an active guy, Dougie. You know, we can't hold you yeah, back. Yeah. You need yeah, to spread yeah. the wind. You need to fly. You're a bird, <laughs> Dougie. You're a bird. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like, to, I like physical activity a lot. Um, and I find that with, um, you know, I don't know. I guess Bali just, it just really promotes that sort of lifestyle. You know, um, you're you're out there in the crack of dawn in the water, surfing, paddling away. You may you may not catch any wave, but you've just been out there. You've been paddling. You've been moving your body. You've been one with nature. You've had time to meditate. You bump into some friends that are out there in the lineup. You have a little bit of a, you know what I mean, like a bit of a morning chat. And he just, I mean, it's just the best way to start your day. You feel indestructible after the, after that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's a big part of the lure to, to surfing and, and to physical activity, you know, mm -hmm. it just makes you feel, I don't know, it just makes you feel good. And, <clears throat> and it's become more and more, I guess, a necessity, in, you know, in my old age, I'm sad to say, um, but uh, I'm not a young buck anymore. And I may get, you know, aches and pains from, you know, maybe overexerting myself, you know, doing sports and this and that. But to be honest with you, man, the pain I get from not doing anything, from just exactly. like lying on, on the couch and just watching YouTube and, you know what I mean? And just eating shit exactly. is worse than, you know, the aches and pains I might get from whatever, you know, whatever sport I'm, I'm doing. So, um, so yeah. 100%. And I think you've always been really good at that. You've always been really good at balancing out kind of, you know, the city lifestyle, finding balance, whether it's with, you know, kind of like mindful eating, exercise, like there's, there's been a lot that I've taken from you over the years and, and, and learned from in the different things that you're incorporating into your life. And I think that Bali seems to be the perfect moment right now to then fully embrace that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing better, you know, from living in the jungle in Tulum for, for, for two years. I, I totally, I totally yeah. get it. You know, it's, it's... It's, it's funny because here kind of like I do when I exercise, I exercise because, you know, I'm telling myself, like, oh, you had a big weekend. You know, you better you should exercise on Monday and this and that. Whereas in Bali, I just I don't even think about it. I just I just do it. Yeah. I just, I'm just physically active. I'm not yeah. like trying to 
compensate for like a big weekend of drinking. You know what I mean? Like it's just part of your life. And I really like that because I'm not the most disciplined of, you know, people yeah. in the best of times. And, and, um, and so if I can, if I can do exercise without having to be disciplined about it, then yeah, yeah. bring it on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For, I mean, for sure. I mean, and, and, you know, it's something that I've always, I've always struggled with, which is again, why I love being immersed in nature because it really does. It's, 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 it's a game changer. And I think that it's so important for us to kind of be mindful of that, you know? And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's very, it's very, very good. Dougie, you know, you've always been a mentor to me and I want to firstly say thank you for that. You know, you've always, you've always been there to kind of help me guide 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 my decisions and and no you have man you've always been a big brother to me and i really uh i really appreciate it. and i really appreciate you coming on doing doing this for me as well and you know i'm so excited for for our next chapter um <clears throat> you know one of the things that when you were saying about about bali just then as well that hit me as well is that i find in the cities people always say how life moves a million miles a minute and you know how life's short and everything like that but i think that when you're again in those moments like you just mentioned life can be long it can be beautiful you know what I mean because you kind of really embrace all of these millions of nanoseconds into your day you know and it's and it's, it's something that again not to bring it back to our relationship but I've always tried to do when I'm around people like you is to yeah. just try to really appreciate the moments that I have yeah. with those kind of people yeah. you know and last weekend in Paris was was was, was symbolic was symbolic yeah. of that mm. to wrap this up yeah. i was hoping that we've already spoke about weezer big fan of weezer you know but every <laughs> time every 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 time i every time i do speak to a musician i really do love to find out a couple of tracks so i can kind of put them on the on the instagram and on our spotify playlist and all of those things so is there another couple of tracks maybe two or three that have also had a big impact on your life musically and personally, and not just ones that you kind of like are defining moments of your life, but those tracks that maybe are the artist or, or, or the song that you unwind to, or you relax to, or, or something that you put on in the morning to get you in a good mood, you know? I don't know if you're a YouTube beautiful day kind of guy, I don't know, you know? <laughs> well, who isn't a beautiful day kind of guy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh yeah i'm do, do you know there's this there's this duo from i guess the 50s i think called johnny and santos and they have this song called sleepwalk it's just um it's a, it's just an instrumental um lap steel guitar i think and um yeah or one of those hawaiian guitars that you sit on your lap and you kind of it's really hypnotic and the first time i heard this song was the first time I tried DMT. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I, you know, and then later on, someone told me like, yeah, you know, you know, DMT is this kind of this this molecule or this this thing that the that the body naturally um, has, and mm. which, which it which it kind of gives out. I don't know if this is true. This is scientifically true, but I, I've heard this from the, the moment that someone is born and, and the moment just before they, mm -hmm. they pass on. Um, and so I had this kind of crazy experience with 
with DMT um, one time in LA and it was to this song because every, you know, we were all taking turns and we all played a song while we were, you know, tripping. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, this, this, this song really is just synonymous, I guess, with kind of that, I don't know, that, the, the other side, you know? Incredible. If you yeah. Um, and what's, what's another song? Um, I really like Suzanne Leonard Cohen. Beautiful. Um, I think maybe one of the, one of the first songs that really kind of, um, opened my eyes to just beautiful, um, lyric writing and the, and the importance of words and music and how, you know, musically something can be quite linear or monotonous or not have all these crazy hooks to, 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 you know, keep you, keep you in, but you can, you can use words, you know, as, yeah. as hook, you know, um, and uh, yeah, I guess those two songs, I mean, I don't know. It's a hard question, man. There's so many. Sure. Of course, of course. But I mean, that's, 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 that's great. I mean, they've, they've all just, they've all just made the playlist. I mean, you know, mm. I take a sip of mushroom tea and I kind of have a, have a wig out. So let alone. Yeah, yeah. Johnny and Santos, Johnny and Santos sleepwalk. Yeah. I'll try, yeah. I'll try that and I probably should stop oh, to share in the morning as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, that's uh <laughs> no, I love share. Um share for life. But um <laughs> but yeah, bro, no, I think that's um that's 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 amazing actually. And I think you're right about the DMT. I think that I don't again I'm I haven't got like the kind of the scientific articles in front of me, but from from my understanding, that is that is what I've heard as well. And obviously mm-hmm. a lot of people I know have had really incredibly profound um journeys on ayahuasca as well yeah. as, as 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 well as peyote but as yeah. i said you know have you tried I mean, it i mean tried amongst it in tulum man I, I mean i was you know what i mean it's I'm, i wanted to you know because ayahuasca is the mother drug and it's supposed to be very kind of loving and whereas dmt dmt i think is a little bit more of like the adolescence it's yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh, like it's a one not yeah, one stop yeah. shop to to that's definitely that. what happened to the light you know whereas ayahuasca is a bit more of a purge it's a bit more of a kind of to journey peyote is the father so it kind of like slaps you around a little bit um but i don't know if i'm ready to be to be to be quite honest with you like i think that i'm still shedding insecurities and demons on 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 a regular basis and learning to live with them and love them that Anytime that I've touched things like mushrooms, for instance, I've gone into a whole kind of just in a corner, just hugging myself. But maybe I also haven't oh, done them. Okay. So it doesn't have them around the right people. You know? It doesn't have a good effect on you then. I don't think so. I don't think so. But again, I think that anything like that, any any drugs or any kind of, you know, kind of any stimulant that kind of takes you out of control of yourself is only the it's 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 only should be it should only be done when you're around the right kind of people do you know what i mean because when you're around the right kind of people people lift you up and they kind of make you feel the best version of yourself anyway yeah but anyway kids don't do drugs that's 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 (laughs) unless they're free then do as much as you can anyway Dougie listen this has been wonderful and thank you so much for taking the time to do this and thank you yeah it's been it's been a wonderful conversation on 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 a lot of a lot of different things and yeah 
once again, I feel very blessed to have you in my life. I feel very blessed to have Polina in my life. And Bye. I love you both very much. And I wish you the best of luck. And Wait, um, stay yeah. there. Drum roll. Lest we forget. Oh, that's the picture. I love it. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> 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 Come a long way, Sammy boy. Let's see what you mean. I love it. My friend. Bless you. Well, listen, let's stay in touch and I might see you in August. Yeah, let's make it happen, brother. Okay, brother. Peace. Love you, man. Love you too. Ciao.